Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hormone Helper Podcast. I'm Coach Andrew, your Hormone Helper from Fit for All Fitness. I personally coach over 1,600 men and women to help better understand their hormones so they can lose weight and get their metabolism back on track. With this podcast, you're going to hear from me and my special guests about everything from metabolism to thyroid to weight loss. And we even talk a little bit of sexy time as we chat to spread more knowledge thick like butter on your hormones. If you're ready to learn, I'm ready to share. So let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Real with the Costas. We are going to share with you guys how Andrew and I actually met, which was like eight years ago. Um, And we're going to relate this to a lesson of how to never give up on what you know you deserve, what you know you want, whether this is financially, this is career-wise, whether this is, you know, a relationship, a friendship, a health goal, um, this can relate to you. So Andrew and I actually met on Plenty of Fish and yeah, Plenty of Fish. Yeah, like for me, I it's so interesting. I feel like I focused so much on myself when I was in high school, college, university that like dating wasn't really a thing for me. It was like I focused on myself and all my friends were in relationships, but I didn't really um I wasn't really focused on that. Um, so because I never really went out because I, you know, had a hard time, I guess, like finding people in the real, real world, so to speak, one of my mom's friends said like, you should go on online dating. And I'm like, yeah, no, like those are going to be some like weirdos. I'm like, I don't do online dating. Like, that's so weird. I'm like, I don't know how they're going to be. And then I'm just going to meet them. Like, that's so weird. But I've heard like success, like even my, some of my family members have met online and like they're married and like they have a success story. So I'm like, you know what, let me just try. Like, I don't even know, like this probably isn't going to work, but let's just try this plenty of fish thing. I don't even know. And I literally remember like putting up my photos, putting up my bio and I found Andrew and I found like two other people, but I was like, no, Andrew's the what? <laughs> I just like knew right from the beginning. Yeah. And I had no idea how this thing even worked, but I remember like it saying like, send him a message. So I literally was like, okay, I'm going to message him. Like I've never like slid into anyone's DMs before. So I'm just going to try this. You know what I mean? Like whatever. And I remember it said like, send him a message. So I pressed that button. And the next thing you know, it says something like all of your photos have been sent. And I'm like, photos and supposedly it like connected to my Facebook so it sent like some of my Facebook pictures and I'm like oh my god but anyways so I was on there for like four days and we started talking and you can obviously share your experience um but that was kind of my experience I just found Andrew and I sent him a message and you want to share your side of things yeah (laughs) <laughs> my story was totally different. So Lorna was on Plenty of Fish for literally like four days. Uh, I was on Plenty of Fish for a whole year. <laughs> a lot of a lot, a lot of, of fishing. Yeah, a lot of fishing, I guess. Uh, a lot of bad dates. Um, a, a few dates that, you know, the people were were nice, but just not right for, for me. Uh, and a lot of crazy stuff as well. So um, 
I was a little bit different coming out of uh, out of high school and always doing apprenticeships. Like I spent a lot of time working. So for me, like we it got to the point when when I was in my high teens and early 20s, I was doing more like full time jobs, construction work. In that time, uh, I had just transitioned from uh, a uh, an automotive uh, tech to some tower crane operating. So I was so busy, it like it didn't make sense to go and spend you know, an entire evening at the bar and just have a bunch of drinks, but not talk to anybody and not get anywhere. So a couple of us actually, it was, uh, it was me, it was Dan Castellucci or a few other people. We, we decided, you know, we're all just going to go on plenty of fish together because uh, it's, it's easier with, with friends. Right. And so started my, my little adventure of like going on dates. And first I literally spent an entire week building my profile <laughs> because people were like, it's all about your profile. If you say the wrong thing, if you don't have the right stuff, then people aren't going to be attracted to you and no one's ever going to respond back to your messages. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So you start looking through like, what are your best pictures? What, is, what are the things that you're going to say uh, about yourself to someone? And what are the things that you're going to keep off about you that may not be attractive to somebody, right? So like Lorna knows I'm a nerd at heart. I've always been a nerd, right? But I don't think she saw anything nerdy in my profile. No. <laughs> so if you literally put in your profile, like interested in anime and models and dungeons and dragons, I'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. So you definitely have to like be selective. And it's not that it wasn't being genuine, right? It, it's just like, I was like, what do I want this person to know about me? And, and kind of, you know, put my best foot forward. Right. So the, I had the reason why I, I was on it for an entire year is I had a lot of, of dates where the people were not the people who showed up in terms of messaging where we would maybe message back and forth. They seemed really nice. And then like when it actually came to like, hey, let's meet up, it just it never took that step. Like that's when it was like, oh, I actually have to see this person. Psych, I'm actually not that interested, right? So I didn't have a four day window. I had a lot of trial and error. And some of the, like I said, the dates didn't work out, but then it just started getting that the people that I was actually going to we're not the right people. We're not good fits. We're actually not good people. And I started to get almost frustrated and started to lose hope. So I remember this, this one day person had their picture. I was like, cool. We were talking back and forth. I was really excited. They're like, Hey, let's meet up here. And I went there and I was waiting. I was waiting and I got stood up. And when you're sitting there at some place for dinner and the, the place is fancy and you're like, oh, two seats. And mm -hmm. then you sit there for an hour, two hours. Uh, th that's pretty bad. Right. And the server felt bad for me. So the server actually sat down and joined me to eat. So I didn't look like I would be alone because I literally like she probably thought I would look at this poor loser who was, who was sitting there when I knew that they were just trying to do a nice thing. Right. Uh, there was was it a girl she was uh, definitely interested in you no no she she was not interested in um, you whatsoever she just sat down and was like hey I'm I'm actually like off of lunch like you know I feel bad because I, I what I had told them was they so the girl told me first she was going to be late so that was the first thing so I was like okay well she's going to be late like I'll just get a drink right and then she was like oh why don't you just start ordering because I'm running behind. So then I had already ordered food and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to wait. And then, you know, about 
half an hour in, you know that no one's going to show up, right? So you spend an extra half an hour just kind of praying that people will, you know, that a Hail Mary will appear, right? So the server, she was like, look, feel bad. You ordered food. You seem really pumped for this date. You know, mind if I just sit down and whatever, at least we could chat. She was friendly. Uh, and then I, I went and I left, right? Um, but I started getting more and more of that where people were not serious. They weren't serious like I was serious. Like mm -hmm. I was looking for a relationship. I wasn't looking for a fling. I wasn't looking for something short term. And these, the people that kept on appearing on the profile and stuff were just flaky people. They just weren't serious. They weren't as invested in relationships. And um, before I ended up coming in contact with the, with Lorna online, there was this girl, I don't know if I, I told you about her. So the alley girl, uh, like the, like in the alleyway. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the alleyway. So, so basically this person who lived out in freaking Windsor way made me drive like three hours over there to go in and see her. And she wanted me to come late at night or whatever. Right. So I drive over there. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I spend like half an hour. She's like, turn left here, turn right here. I'm like, why don't you just give me the address? Right. And this was like when you didn't have Google maps on a phone, like when it was actually just a GPS. So I'm like, look, like this person must not have an address or something. And then finally I pull up and she's like, yeah, you see that like kind of light in between the, the, the two centers. And like, it, it was literally like a dark corner of a building with the shadow. And, uh, this person was like, Oh, like I'm here, like, just come out of the car and meet me here. And I'm like, I'm not going into the shadows and the darkness to literally become kidnapped or get killed for you to like, whatever. I was like, don't come out into the light or like show yourself. Right. So then I was like, forget this. This is obviously some type of a, a trap or something. Right. I'm going to die. And, and, and I left, but it was like, literally an entire year of, of going on and off. And then about, I think a month and a half passed from that. And then all I get on my, on my profile is like, you've been like, this person super liked you or something. Right. <laughs> and I was like, super liked me. So I go on and I was like, Oh my God, she's gorgeous. Like she's she seems super, super nice. I was like, wow, she's super like me. Like no one's ever super liked me before. Right. People only stood like, me up and yeah. wanted to kill me. I was like, great. That's an awesome feat. And we, as we just started talking, I was like, yeah, she seems really, really awesome to, to meet up. And then even when we set up the, the time, like the date didn't end up going as we had planned because places were closed and we went to a few different coffee things. But we literally just ended up talking for, I think it was like four hours. Yeah. And it was a, a great date. We kept communication afterwards. And then we just kind of built our relationship from there. Yeah. Like for my experience, like I, like before you, like there was a few people that people like try to set me up with. Like when I was working at the gym, somebody was like, hey, go on this blind date. And it was like this cowboy What's like, we did not vibe at all. Like it was like Yeehaw. so awkward. Um, and then like no messages after from me or him. Cause we just knew it wouldn't work. And then like my aunt tried to set me up with this one guy and like, he's like, you know, Hey, let's, let's meet up at this time. And then it was like, you know, like I fell asleep cause I was in the sun all day. Like, you know, so actually on the day that we were supposed to meet up, I remember going to school, I was in college at the time 
And I literally had my hair in like a greasy bun. I was like in, in a sweater and a sweatpants. And I'm like, we're probably not going to meet up. So like, there's not even a point of like showering or do, doing my hair. Like, I don't, like, I didn't think we were going to meet up to be honest. And I think you even said like, Hey, like, you know, like I'm ready or whatever. And I started getting nervous. I'm like, Oh my God, this is actually happening. Cause I didn't think it was going to happen. And I remember telling you, I was like, can you come at like 9 PM? Cause I still needed to shower. I still need to get ready. Do you remember that? Yeah. And so I was like, so nervous, but yeah, we literally just like, we went into like one coffee shop and it was all full. So then we just literally sat in the Tim Hortons parking lot. Like we were like going to go into Tim Hortons and I'm like, can we just stay inside? Like we didn't even get coffee or tea. We didn't get anything. No. Cause we had got something at the other place. So it was oh, Starbucks. Okay. Starbucks we went we to got coffee there. culture first. Yeah. It was all busy. And then we went to Starbucks. And then Starbucks closes at nine 30 or something. Well, we it was either there for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then they close. And then they close. So then we're like, okay. And then I texted my sister. I'm like, um, can he just come to our house? My sister was like, what the hell? Like you just met him. And I'm like, yeah, but he's like super nice. And my sister was like thinking I was that shit crazy. But anyways, <laughs> it was like a, such a good date, but I think like the moral of the story of like why we want to start off with this is imagine if Andrew was on there and after the first date or the second date, it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to find my person or imagine it was like, oh, well, like that must mean like I'm not good enough or that must mean like no one's going to like me or that must mean like X, Y, and Z. Like we always get into our head and a lot of the times we give up too soon, whether it's a relationship or even a job promotion, like you get you know, nose on one interview, nose on the second interview, nose on the third interview. And it's like, oh, maybe this isn't meant for me. Or you're reaching your, you know, trying to reach your health and fitness goals or, you know, your your health goals or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, it's not working. I'm not seeing results. And then all of a sudden it's like, if you give up too soon, you'll never have that beautiful relationship or that job promotion or that goal that you've been wanting to reach. And I think for a lot of people, it's like, if we don't see immediate results, it like, it must mean something about me or I'm broken or I need to be fixed or I'm not good enough. When really it's like, if you just keep on going and you're consistent, like Andrew is like, okay, this person didn't work out. This person didn't work out, but like, I'm not going to give up hope. Then he finally met the woman of his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know what the reality was is there were a lot of times where I could have given up. There, there were tons of times where I was super frustrated where I was like, and, you know, especially on, on those dates where I was stood up it, like it. And that was, you know, I, I almost, I almost thought to myself, like, this is just a common reoccurring theme. Like I'm just going to go get stood up, drive home. Right. Yeah. And it was, did always, you think that was going to happen? It was with always us? the drive homes. Um, I didn't think that with you because of the way that you were responding, but like, I have like, you start to see the same style of messaging yeah. when people are not like, like, for example, like, Oh, something came up. I just have to deal with this or like yeah. running behind, like, like people don't say their true intentions. Yeah. So like, I know I, I didn't think that with, uh, with you, but like, there were so many opportunities where at any point in time, I could have just said, forget it. Like, yeah. this doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. I think alongside having the plenty of fish account, I had downloaded another app. It wasn't Tinder. There was some, cause Tinder didn't exist. It was something else or whatever. Right. But the most important thing that I took a look at first is I took a look at like, what could I do differently? Right. So, 
you know, a, a part of what I did for, for a little bit on plenty of fish is like plenty of fish had, and at that time it was a hundred percent free. It had this little thing where people could go through your profile and help give you tips or help like oh make, make adjustments and stuff. Because I, and I think that this is, is really, really relevant. Oftentimes we want to blame something external. We want to say, it's not my fault that it's not working. It's, it, it, it must not be for me there, there, uh, you know, maybe I'm not destined to find love. Maybe it's uh, this goal is never going to happen for me when sometimes you just need to change your approach or you just need to alter something a little bit different. Yeah. So instead of writing it off, um, and, and I actually learned this from, from my, uh, my automotive teacher, because he was like, listen, like oftentimes people's cars get so broken instead of like fixing it, even though it's so simple, there's just to them, they're like, it's too many problems, right? Yeah. When it's like, everything can be fixed. It's just how much time do you want to put into it to yep. do it? Right. So I was like, you know what? Sure. I'm going to go. Um, actually, we had that conversation at the college bar that was in, in the uh, Mohawk college, That's okay. like a little bar, or whatever. And the teacher said that. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to give it a shot. So what I did was I reached out Right. And I mean, essentially, like it was almost like a plenty of fish coach, right, where they were like, oh, you know, your your profile, like we recommend that you change this, like and, and even in terms of the way that you message with people, like if someone, you know, doesn't message after the third time, don't like, you know, don't continue to message like they're obviously not interested move forward. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this, you know, and things did change. It changed, um, like in terms of the way people were having conversations, they also told me to be more, um, more direct. Cause I was like, Hey, like you want to kind of, if you maybe want to spend some time, like instead I was like, listen, I, I think you're nice. Like, do you want to go out? You know? Nice. And it, it's like, don't be afraid of that, of that potential rejection or that potential failure or the the thing not working out in your favor right so in making those changes mm -hmm. I was now like okay I'm 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 willing to continue with this yeah. right like I think where people start to get fatigued in in you know it's like they start they're doing the same thing every single day yeah they're not changing anything. Mm -hmm. They're praying for a different result. Mm -hmm. They want more consistency. They're not seeing it. And then they just become defeated where mm -hmm. it's like, no, you have to change something alongside of, you know, being consistent with it and be willing to wait. Like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't saying to myself every time I was on plenty of fish, I want a girlfriend tomorrow. I want yeah. to be in a relationship tomorrow. Yeah. I started saying to myself, like, I want to be in a relationship with the right person. Mm -hmm. The right person is out there for me. Yeah. So they'll come when, when, uh, like when they're ready, when I'm ready, we'll yep. meet each other. And that's why like a year, it's crazy to say I was on it for a whole year because it, it really didn't feel like a year. Yeah. There's so many lessons you can extract from that. I think like the first one is like, be willing to get support when you can use it. Right. Like there's nothing wrong with like reaching out for support and, you know, getting some assistance. Right. Like that's what Andrew did. It's like, oh, like this can maybe optimize my bio or whatever it is. And like whether that's like a health coach or whatever, it's like, you know, getting support from somebody or even like a family member, like, hey, I need support with something. Right. So I think that's the first lesson. The second lesson is he said, like, I wasn't trying to get a girlfriend tomorrow. And so often when it comes to goals, it's like, 
I need, I need results by tomorrow. Or like, I need to, you know, I need to reach this goal in eight weeks or it needs to be fast. Like everyone's looking for like these quick fixes. And I know we're all excited and I know we want to, you know, what, like any goal you have, it's like, of course you want to achieve it. Like it's, it's, it's exciting. But what I found was like the journey was actually like the, the funnest part. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I was on there just for like four days, we didn't meet up after four days. Like, I think it was like maybe six. I don't know. Like it was pretty it, quick. It, yeah. It was, it was not like a full. Yeah. But whatever, like within like the first few months of us dating and just like kind of chatting back and forth, like that was fun. Like, where are we going to go for our next date? And like, that was like the fun part. Right. And I think everyone wants to chase onto the next thing. So once we got into a relationship, I'm like, when are we going to get engaged? When are we going to get married? And it's like on to the next thing always so fast, right? And it's like, you have to enjoy every single moment, whether you are, you know, trying to figure out like what that goal is or whether you are just working towards it and you're not there yet, or you've reached that goal and now you want to reach another goal. It's like, there's something so powerful about just enjoying the process and enjoying the journey. I think that's also really, really important, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. And that's, and that's what people, I think oftentimes they're like, I just want to be married. I just, I just want to be 30 pounds lighter. I just want to be this. And you envision happiness at the end of the goal, which makes no sense because like, for example, our relationship, right? Our relationship is so strong because of the amount of time, enjoyment, effort, everything that we've done into it. It makes it real. Like the things that you actively work for, fight for, worked hard to learn, those are often the things that you're the most proud of, that you're happiest with, that you're most successful. And you can look at anything in your life and say like, where where is it that I've spent the most time? That's typically the thing that you're the happiest with. And that's the most successful in your life. And it's the same thing with whether it's goals for work or even goals for your health and fitness. You, you want to be able to say like, I am being consistent with this. I'm, I'm, I'm applying, I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm failing. Like, you know, I was never, I was never great in relationships, if that makes sense you know, and communication was never a thing. Like it took me forever to figure out how to understand you. Right. But now we do. And I think that's an amazing part of it. Right. It's like, I, I continue to grow with you and we continue to learn more and more about each other every single day. Yeah. I think something else as well too, is like a lesson here is also like work on yourself. Because Andrew could have been like, and I'm sure you were obviously like devastated, but like if, if you didn't have like the worthiness within yourself or like the confidence within yourself, like something like that could have like really shook in somebody, you know what I mean? Like, so whether it's like, you're going for a job and it's like, they reject you, but like, you're so confident. You're like, okay, on to the next one. Or you go, you, you, you're starting to date somebody and then they're like, oh, like, you know, this is not a match but you're, you're confident. Like, okay, I'm going to go find my next person. Like having that level of confidence, self-worth, self-esteem, like really working on yourself, I think is really important. Um, because it's, like I said, it's really easy to just give up. If somebody rejects you, it's really easy to give up when you're not seeing results, but it's like the people that actually get what they want. Number one, like they work on themselves. So getting that thing is not 
a make or break. It's not like, oh, thank God you came into my life. Now I feel worthy. Now I feel happy. It's like, I felt worthy and happy by myself. And now like, this is just an additional thing. Does that make sense? Like, I think that's really important. You know what I think is interesting is you use the word confidence, but I will openly say that everything that's been great in my life, I was always unsure and confidence for me. Like sometimes you have to do something in your life and you don't have a hundred percent of all of the details and it's natural to not feel confident. Like there are sometimes the best things in life are staring you in the face and you might be a little hesitant. You Mm -hmm. might be uncertain. You might not have the full confidence to be like, I totally can. What I always had though was conviction. I always had the, I know that there's like, I'm the guy who's been rejected to tons of jobs. I failed more interviews probably than people stood me up in, in relationships, but it's like, I had the conviction, you know what, even though I'm not confident whether or not I'll get this job, I'll, there'll be another interview. There will be another spot. Yeah. Same thing. Like all of those times driving into the, uh, driving home when people stood me up or people weren't the right fit or, you know, mm-hmm. people blew me off. I, I was in my car saying that like, sure. I was like, oh, that sucks. But I was like, but you know what? Like there's someone out there for me. There is someone that, that is going to be excited for me that they're, that they're going to love who I am and and be excited to be in a relationship with me. And that's like, you need to have a level of conviction because you may not always be a hundred percent confident in what you're doing. Yeah. Like even the way that me and like me and Lorna have, we do a lot of unknowns and we've shared mm-hmm. them with, with getting real with the cost us all the time. We don't know how to do a lot of the things that we do. Like we are the first business people for our family. We're the first in yeah. terms of investing for a family. Like we are just trying to figure this stuff out. Yeah. I would lie to you if I said, oh, I was a hundred percent confident with everything I did. It's no. True. Right. Some of the stuff I was more confident than others, but like my conviction of like, I'm going to do it. Like I know it and I can succeed and I have the ability. That's really what allowed me to keep, keep showing up at those really high levels. Yeah. I I actually feel the same way. It's like with anything, like, you know, I don't know how starting a business is going to go, but like, I'm obviously going to find a way to make it work. Like I, we've never had the mindset of like, well, for me, like I, I never had the mindset of like, what if this fails? Like my brain never goes there because I just trust myself so much that I'm going to find a way to make it work no matter what, you know? So, and it doesn't mean that I didn't have failures. It didn't mean that like things have always worked out for me, but it's like, when you fully trust yourself, you're going to be okay, no matter what, whether it works out or it doesn't, I'm still fine. I'm still okay. Cause like, I trust in myself to like pick myself back up, so to speak, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, it's even like, for example, the live event that I'm running, right? Like we've talked about it back and forth a lot because there is like, there's money that you have to put down to reserve these spaces, to reserve these venues. And like, you can't tell people like, oh, hey, an event is coming, but I don't have any details. Like you have to put money down and secure this stuff, right? So now that I've put the money down and that I've secured this this event in this venue, there's a lot of of concerns like, you know, am I going to get enough people? Is it going to be a phenomenal event? Like are people going to show up if if they buy the tickets, right? And I could very easily, like everyone always tends to have like a plan B where it's like, oh, you know what? I've got like, you know, there's 
there's 20 days in the contract for me to pull out of the space if it doesn't work. But it's like, but if you're always focused on that, like that's what's going to happen. That's where your intention is. So it's like, just like Lorna said, like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to fill the event, but I'm going to have people for the event. It's going to be a phenomenal event. I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. It'll work out because that is where I want my intentions to be. That's where I want my focus to be. I don't want to be planning to fail. I want to be planning to succeed. So how can I make that happen? I think when people have plan Bs, it's just so much easier to be like, well, I can always work to this. So I'm not going to give my full force because there is another option, you know? And, and you know, what's funny is like my, um, so my, my parents, for example, right? Uh, like when, when we first started in business, right? Like remember the first years, like my dad was always like, well, I mean, if it doesn't work out, you always have your crane operating ticket. You, yeah. you always can go back to automotive. And I'm like, but I, I literally don't want to go back to those things. Yeah. Like that makes no sense. Yeah. And it's funny. It's almost ironic because every single year I pay that like dumb renewal fee. But I always think to myself, why am I paying this? Because I'm never going to do yeah. that again, ever, ever. Right yeah. now, it'd be stupid at 60 bucks, right? It'd be stupid to just let that go. But yeah. at the same time, I'm thinking to myself like, I have zero intentions of going there ever again. Yeah. And that's why I continue to build our business, work for ourselves, do those things. And that's a a part of my level of conviction, right? Like, why would I go backwards when I can go forwards? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. And I think, you know, you guys can like you guys listening can just like really reflect because I think like these episodes are obviously for us to share like about our life, but like you can reflect like, where have you given up too soon? you know, or where are you giving up too soon? Like maybe you're in the midst of something like so challenging right now. And maybe you're like, oh, why is this happening to me? Or like, oh, like, I feel like I'm the only person going through this, but like, there's always something better on the other side. And if, if you don't give up, like you're going to end up having the thing that you want and so much more. And I think like, that's like a, like a beautiful lesson. Like sometimes it's like, you know, it's so dark. It's like, you know, there there's no way out, but it is like that saying of like, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's like, you have to maybe go through that dark time or like that hard time or the the challenges, the difficulties in order to have that light. And I truly believe like the reason why things happen to you that are so good. And like, you get to experience that joy is because you are willing to go through those challenging times. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, that's what I would say. Your happiest moment is your happiest moment because you're always looking at the saddest moment. Your your um your moment where you feel the most passion is always where you reflect on the times where you didn't feel passionate at all, right? Like it's it's the great opposite and the great equalizer. Yeah. And another thing that you can do in addition to to what Lorna said is is like I really believe that in order for you to have a solid conviction, and I talk to this with, with my clients all the time, you really have to understand what your values are. What is it that you're valuing each and every single day? Because sometimes we do things because we feel that it would make us happy or because we feel that that's where we have to go or that's where the expectation is. And then you don't feel fully fulfilled at the end. And I mean, I had a lot of careers that didn't fulfill me, right? There was... Uh, you know, a, a lot of instances with, with friends and relationships that that didn't light me up in, in that way. And that's where you have to say to yourself, like, you know, I don't want to just be in a relationship. I don't want to just be married. I don't want to just have a job. 
right? I want to do things that I love, be with mm -hmm. people that I really care about. Yeah. And it's really, here's the best part. It's easy to find your values. So easy. All you do is you say, like, if you say like, you know, I value family time and family connection. Let's say that is a value. Go into your calendar and look for the month, how much time you spent on it. If you don't spend a lot of time on those things, then that's a value you need to work on. Right? Damn, I value myself a lot. Well, we, <laughs> we both this, do. Before Think about this, it. Andrew was literally looking at my schedule. He's like, your schedule is so cute. And I have, I have all this like white space and like, obviously like my business stuff and whatever, but like I'm working all day, but like, it doesn't ever feel like work, but I also have so much space for myself. Like I really do have a lot of time to myself and I like created, you know, obviously my life to be like that. But yeah, it's so interesting when sometimes people say like, I value this or I prioritize this, but like, that's where you spend the most amount of time and money. Yeah. Like finances, time energy, effort, those are, you know, the values and the priorities, right? A hundred percent. So yeah, like your, your calendar does not lie. And I know you're like, it's easy also to look at the calendar and be like, oh, but that was just this week. Like look through the entire month, patterns repeat themselves. Yeah. Right. And, and that's why it's, it's so important, but yeah, I think you have to be prepared for the long haul, be prepared that it might take a year, that it might take five years that, mm -hmm. but just know have that conviction that like you're gonna find the solution like yeah. you, you found solution to other problems in your life you can continue to work on any problems in the future yep yeah i love it awesome all right you guys well thank you list for listening to another episode of getting real with acostas as always we hope you guys took a little golden nugget from this and can apply something into your life and hopefully you feel a little bit more connected to us and you know, just feel a little bit more like into our world, so to speak. I know obviously we have so many podcasts on, on health and mindset and all of that stuff, but, um, there's obviously so much more to us than that. Yeah. So. We should talk about sex for the next one. Let's do it. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's a secret. No, you, know how, many, do. you know how many people would benefit from that? I don't care. No, we're going to do it. <laughs> Except your mom listens to your podcast. Yeah, that's why it's secret. Oh, God. <laughs> well, oh, it, it is It is all fun and games. I'm sure that there are. There... I would actually be, we would probably get so many downloads on that podcast. You think so? No, but like, I'm not just say, saying it for the downloads. Like people, like, I think need help in that area. Not like we're experts or anything like that, oh, but yeah, I'm just we're saying, experts, no, we're right? definitely not. But it's just like <laughs> a lot of people aren't intimate with their partner or a lot of people uh, are like insecure in their body or a lot of people don't have the energy or a lot of people like, you know what I mean? That's I think that's true. Oh, maybe, maybe we could. I, I would be able to, I don't care. You know, yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So. so. I think I have a podcast episode on it. So anyways. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well then stay tuned on the uh, next episode of getting real with the costas where we talk everything sexy time. So that'll be. Let's go. Amazing. All right. Have a good rest of your day, you guys. Bye. Bye. Well, it seems I'm all out of info juice for today. That's all for this episode. And thank you so much for listening. Please leave a raving review for me if you've learned something good and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you're in the mood for some more great content and tools to get your hormones on track, 
why not check out our free Facebook group and the blog on our site. We do amazing weekly trainings in our group that me and my wife call Tea and Teachings that give good tips for anything hormones and metabolism related. It's also a great community where you get to share your goals and success with like-minded people just like you. I'll make sure to drop both the Facebook group link and the blog link in the show notes for you. Or if you're ambitious like me, the name of the group is Weight Loss and Balanced Hormones. Uh, It'll say Fit for All beside it with a picture of me. So come and join us and have more fun.